Welcome to Dreams Come True, Dream Real Estate TV podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Dubois. We're here to share stories from realtors, entrepreneurs, and small businesses, how they changed their mindset and became a success in their careers. Please share this podcast with a friend you can help. And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Pam Dubois, Dream Real Estate TV. I am so excited to have with me some top realtors and broker today with me. Uh, we're going to sit here and chit chat about real estate, what's going on with their real estate business, what's going on with real estate in general. And they are from different areas they're going to share with us. So, Ben, first, why don't you share with us what's going on with your business and real estate in general? Uh, busy. <laughs> Very busy. It's a good thing. Um, Last two listings I put on, one of them actually had over 100 calls on. It was a, a townhouse in short sale, actually, in Maryland. Um, the other one went under contract literally same day. Uh, it was a bigger, actually a seven-figure short sale. Uh, so, yeah, market's crazy. Crazy in a good way. I have a big commercial listing in Tyson's Corner that, uh, that could be a whole show in itself. Uh, got that under contract. Um, that's the biggest deal I've ever done. Still doing great, but things with multifamily, multifamily markets red hot too. It's just a, a good time to be buying if you can <laughs> if you can find deals. Right. right. Okay. Are you getting? Did you get multiple offers on the um, short sale? That was the multi-million dollar deal you were talking about. Yeah, the one. Um, there's a townhouse in Maryland. Actually, I had over a hundred. Sorry, my phone was dying. Uh, had over a hundred people inquire about it. Um, some of them. Actually, really nasty about it. <laughs> it's hard to yeah, it's hard to keep up. Hard to return on the phone calls. I was like, I'm doing my best. Um, yeah, the other one was a large home in Clifton, Virginia. I'm still even as it's been under contract for about two months, and even as of last week, I have seven people call about putting in a backup offer, and that's a it's a seven figure short sale. Um, there's a big I said a, a big deal in Tyson's is yeah, it's just a monster. <laughs> it's actually a thirty million dollar plus deal. Uh, and uh, multi-family market, we're under contract on under contract on one, and a lot of intent on two, and looking at several others. It's just a it's a great time to be in real estate. That's just unless you unless you yeah, if you know what you're doing, it's a great time to be in real estate. <laughs> wow, that's great, uh, Wanda. Why don't you um, you guys, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and what areas you're in, that would be great. Okay, hi, I'm Wanda Rogers, and I am in both residential and commercial real estate. I work for my um, husband, he's the broker, although I'm the boss, uh, Realty Transaction Services in Bowie, Maryland. Uh, so um, we've been in the business for about 25, 30 years. Uh, we've had our own brokerage a little bit over uh, 20 years, and uh, it has been really a truly historical time when it comes to uh, real estate and listings and the, the challenges that come along uh, with it. So it's just my pleasure to, to, to be here. Um, in regard to the market itself, uh, we find that listings disappear very quickly, um, both from the listing side and representing buyers. It has been truly a challenge um, getting in uh, bids on homes that, uh, that are successful. <laughs> It, it really has been um, uh, very interesting, particularly with, with buyers paying all their closing costs as well as foregoing home inspections, which is amazing to me. 
Uh, they have the inspections, but they don't hold the, the sellers um, responsible for fixing anything. Right. And then with that, it gets into the pipeline of the uh, the lender, and the lenders must be overwhelmed because of the interest rates being so low. And on my last several deal, deals, I have run into issues with lenders and our ability to close when they say we can close. Uh, and then asking for a lot of uh, additional information. And then I've seen activity on the market, particularly in residential, where um, individuals are, are putting contracts on houses and maybe two, three, four weeks later, you see the house back on the market. I've seen a lot of that. With oh, wow. commercial, Commercial has been, um, it was quiet, particularly around the holidays, the, the holiday time with the pandemic and the holiday. But as soon as we got into February, you know, with our commercial listings, uh, just a lot of activities. So that's what's been going on with, with us in general here in Prince George's County. Wow. Why do you think that the homes are going back on the market after, you know, a month or so? What, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I'm looking at the uh, lenders. I, I believe the lenders, uh, particularly the loan officers, are getting them in there and doing preliminary stuff. And then what is what was happening is individuals were losing their jobs or being laid off because of the pandemic. Mm. Uh, that was the, I think that was the major issue that, that um, I saw going on. The pandemic actually it impacted people's ability to, to follow through on, on their commitments to buy. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. So, and so. Yeah, it's definitely a crazy market. Crystal, how about you? Introduce yourself. Tell us what area you're from. Yes. Hi, I'm Crystal Frederick with um, AKS Property from here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, the place to be, we call it. Um, here in that area, the buyers in our markets are quickly um, purchasing homes. Um, it seems like the homes are not sent on the market over 24 days. Um, we do run into the multiple offers here. Um, it has been a little tough for the buyers. Uh, it is a seller market here, you know. The, yeah. the seller, you know, naming their prices. Um, I had a few agents that stated that um, some offers were made um, at least $20,000 over or more. You know, on a particular offer, I still have buyers. Still, by the time we place an offer in, sometimes the agent will call back and say, um, "Crystal, we have this, that, that, and other." I mean, it's it's amazing here. Um, it's a steady increase. Yeah, um, we have few homes on the market, and that's what's causing it. You know, the inventory here um, has reached its critical level. You know. Yeah, it's incredible. Julie, did we lose you? I think we might have lost Julie um, somewhere in there. Um, there is some feedback. Ben, I don't know. I, I guess it's your phone. If you if you want to put it on mute, I guess, while we're talking. <laughs> and, uh, just um, turn it back on when you're ready to talk. That would be great. So I have a question for you guys as we're going through all of this. Um, what, what, what advice would you give to a buyer out there that is actually thinking about coming into the spring market and buying a home right now? What would your advice be to that buyer? As I said to one of my buyers who, are, who um, is already in the market, I said, um, expect that you may end up paying more, you know, for the home, you know. Uh, make sure as we look at it, it's something that you really want, you know, because 
I don't want my buyer to have buyer's remorse afterwards, just trying to uh, race to get the house, you know, because there's so many people out there. And you don't ever want that, you know, because once they have it, it's their home, you know. And so you want them to actually take the time and still look, don't be in a rush. Um, you know, it will happen, you know, I do believe that eventually they can get the house that they select. Um, I was just told by uh, another, a buyer that uh, there was over 30 offers on the home. They were looking quite some time, but in up, um, they won, even over investors that offered more. So it can happen, you know, things can happen. Right, right. Hey, Chuck, welcome. We missed you. Uh, I, had, I had a funeral I almost forgot about, so uh, it wasn't my own, though, so don't be concerned. Oh, no, no, no. Did you say you had a funeral? Wow. Yes, yes, uh, and it ran longer than I thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Chuck Teets, everyone. Um, we are, our subject right now is what advice would you give a buyer if they're thinking about buying in the spring market right now to get a winning offer? So I would actually, um, you know, I, I've had buyers who have told to wait until the um, interest rates come up a little bit <laughs> and the market gets a little bit more uh, loose where it, they don't have to pay all their, their closing costs. Um, right. Um, if, if they're adamant, I tell them just be prepared. Um, you're going to use all your savings just to get in the house with your, your closing uh, and everything is just going to be extremely expensive. So my recommendation is if you can wait, just wait it out into the fall um, as we get through the pandemic and it should loosen up a bit and and um, they, they won't have to spend all of their um, savings just trying to get into the house. That's true. Right. right. Yeah, because it's really so tough with buyers right now. They're having to give up pretty much everything, you know, including their home inspections and things like that. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts from anybody else? Chuck, do you want to chime in? Yeah, well, it, it's just, it, you know, if the rates were to go up even 1%, uh, it would make it even more adv advantageous to pay more now and go ahead and buy, especially if you need to buy. And what will go up yeah. will come down a little bit, but it will go up again. So if you're in that situation where you need to buy, then then you know then I'll, I'm glad to help them buy, because at the end of the day they're buying a payment, and and that payment is lower as long as the interest rates are here, and they're artificially low. Uh, you know I, I come from a time I'm older, yeah you know, when we had 17% interest rates. The only way you could sell a house was the seller took back a second trust. So it would average the rate down, and it was still the second trust might be at ten percent, and so you'd still end up with an average rate of of, of double digits. Okay. So that that being said, interest rates could skyrocket, and and if that happens, yeah, prices will fall somewhat, but but not enough to make up the difference. So it's okay to overpay right now with the great interest rate. That's my philosophy. Okay. Yeah, what do you think, um, Ben? Any ideas as far as that is concerned? You've you've got that one that you said you had over a hundred phone calls, which is amazing in itself. I don't know how you would actually even return all those phone calls. <laughs> I, I couldn't, and that's what. Yeah, I get a bunch of pissy emails and texts about it, and I was like, you know, I'm slammed. People call in the middle of the day. I'm 
drive in there asking about the listing and then yeah, it was hard to keep up uh my two big things I, I love what wanda said i think setting the buyer's expectations so they know what they're getting into you know if it's a new buyer says hey i want to buy a, a townhouse for two hundred thousand dollars hey you're probably going to get actually get a hundred fifty thousand dollar townhouse or you end up paying you know 20 30 40 more than you know you otherwise would just so they know what they're getting into right. um i think that's key and the other thing i maybe you guys do too I, I work with a lot of investors and they have a lot of off-market properties okay. so uh, any buyer that approaches me now hey if you don't mind getting your hands dirty doing a little fix up it may not be your dream house but you know again you might get a deal on a house you're not going to end up you know bidding against pam and wanda and joe and mike and everybody and you know overpaying you may get stuck with a skipping on a home inspection and end up with a twenty thirty thousand dollar repair so um you know anything you can get off market uh, i would also tell the buyers oh, there's a lot of good tricks actually you know if you find a neighborhood you like there's nothing stopping you from printing out 100 flyers hey um i'm joe and sally we're looking to move into the neighborhood we have kids pets whatever it is you know, we love your house uh, you might get lucky and find somebody that that's right you know is thinking about buying you might get lucky there um also think uh rentals are a great place to look uh, a lot of people this is actually a really good tip <laughs> uh, a lot of people who rent their homes um actually had never had any intention of being landlords it could have been a result of a divorce and financing some kind of issue um you find a rental that you like um hey i'm ben benita i'd love to buy your home um, I'm working with a wonderful agent named Wanda, her parent, you know, whoever, uh, you know, and that's a good way to, you know, kind of backdoor in that the stuff that's listed, as we all know, in the MLS, yeah, you're going to get crushed, you're going to get in bidding wars, but, um, you know, the We Buy Houses guys, I think are a great resource if you don't want to get your hands dirty. Rentals, again, that there's a lot of ways to find out who owns the house, send them a letter, give them a phone call, connect with them on Facebook, LinkedIn, hey, if and when you guys decide to sell your home and, you know, in this neighborhood, give me a call, I'd love to buy it, and, it's it's another good way I think to avoid the the bidding wars and in my opinion overpaying or waiving some of those contingencies and come back and, and I've seen it so many times you know, they bite you in the butt I mean they're just you know the home inspections are good but you know a lot of people said are waiving the home inspection you may miss something that the seller forgot to mention and it ends up being a you know ten twenty thirty forty thousand dollar repair that yeah you literally can't afford especially if you've already overpaid for the house so right. you've got to be careful right. Julie, are you still there? We lost Julie. Okay, question for you guys as far as home inspection. You've got a first-time home buyer, right, that waves their uh, home inspection. Um, what are your thoughts about doing a post-home inspection, let's say, after you've moved into the property a month later? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I, um, oh, go, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say that I, I just consciously cannot allow someone to purchase a home and not do a home inspection. So here the in, in, in Maryland, the contract does allow you to step away if you find material defects in, in the property. Um, I don't know what value a post-home inspection would, would um, be, but I, I always, I mean, to me, it's just absolutely critical to know what you're getting into and then have the um you know have the leeway to say no the roof yeah. is really bad um i don't want to put that kind of money in it and and step away right right yeah i find that um i, I was sitting there thinking like if you did a post a home inspection 
um, what happens when something comes up, when stuff comes up, if they actually did waive their pre-inspection just so they can actually get the property and then they do a post-inspection and then find out all these things that are, you know, wrong with the property, that there are issues with the property. You know, it's like, okay, now what, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy thought to even think about that. You know, what if there's latent defect or something like that? So, you know, I'm not sure if that's a way to actually even do something, you know, doing it later after. I mean, sure, the buyer is going to want to find out what, you know, have an inspection and what is going on with the property or what, you know, if they do a post-inspection after they bought the property. But then also think about it. If something comes up and it's major, how are they going to feel? How are they going to deal right. with it when they've only been in the property for a month, right? Right. So I'm about like Pam. I mean, Pam, I'm like Wanda. Um, I totally agree with her. That's how I operate. Um, I just don't feel comfortable um, myself, morally, um, seeing a buyer purchase a home without having that inspection. I mean, I know they can waive their rights, but um, I really always say, I really encourage it. I really do. I, I think it's placing the buyer in a very awkward position of kind of like desperation. I just... I just think that sometimes you just don't know. You can have this young couple, older couple, whichever, you know, get these homes and, and this this cost can, you know, be detrimental. That's all. I, I just don't think that's, I, I don't like, you know, that. I don't. Right, right. And I agree with you. I think what's happening is basically a lot of the first-time home buyers are just waiving their home inspections or waiving their contingencies just so they can get in this property, Right. Right. Seems like we're back yeah. into 2003, 2004, that market all over again with all right. the business that we had. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and then it went up so fast, and guess what? It come, came back down, not to be, you know, but if you're going to buy right now, my story, it's just like you're going to hold on to it for a while. Yeah, just go ahead and do it. Um, but yeah. yeah, for a first time home buyer to waive an inspection, I don't know. That's just, yeah. me, that's a tough one, you know, right. to win the offer. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, you know, you can put it in a contract. It's just for informational purposes. But I, I personally, like you guys said, would never recommend. I'd never personally do it. Um, yeah, again, you just want to know. I, I, we've all been around the block and seen things, and yeah, better to know ahead of time. And, and that three, four, five hundred dollar home inspection may save you thirty, forty thousand dollars, and that's just right. <laughs> that's right. just a good investment. I might even also suggest too. Um, if they're leaning that way, like just getting a new, you know, brand new home and you have to, might, you might have to wait six, eight, 10, 12 months for it to be finished. But you know, you're, you're going to be locked into your price. Um, actually I did my first investment property. You know, that, that new home, you, you know, it's $200,000 now that you locked in. It's not going to be done for eight more months. They might be selling for 210, 220, 230 in six, eight, 10 months, especially where the market's going. Um, the builder's definitely going to, you know, do everything right. A lot of times they'll give you home inspections, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, but you definitely get to do walkthroughs. So, it, it, if you're buyer, if you're the buyer, and you can afford to wait six, eight, ten months, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, um, that just popped in my head. That's probably a great way to go. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> you know, is. because again, you're by the time you close, you're probably sitting on some equity, and yeah, a brand new home. There's something could be some hiccups. You're not going to have a or shouldn't have a roof issue or anything like that. If you do, you call the builder and say, "Hey, this house is brand new. You have to come over and right. fix this." <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Um, one of the points that you brought up earlier, which was actually a good point, is, um, you know, if the buyer 
has a neighborhood that they really are in love with and they want to be in that neighborhood is to, to send letters out. And, you know, we'll have to talk more on that conversation. I think that's a great idea. Just send letters out and ask the homeowners, I guess, basically, have you been thinking about selling, right? Oh yeah. And even like, even, even driving through, um, if you're brave, you can knock on doors or get out and even walk around the neighborhood. You might see somebody walking their dog or going for a walk and literally just ask them, Hey, Hey, I love this neighborhood. I've been looking here for two weeks or two months. You know, do you anybody think about selling? If so, here's my name and number. Like I said, it's, you just never know. I mean, a lot of people are too shy to do that, but it may literally may save you twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in all kinds of headaches. And if you can, you get direct to the seller and have a no BS conversation with them about, you know, selling. It never hurts to ask. I learned that as I got older. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I actually saw also happening is like the coming soon's that's on the market. It's like before mm -hmm. it even actually even like the the date it's supposed to hit the market it's not hitting the market on that coming soon date. It just goes on the contract. So they have to put it, I guess, yeah. and then just basically put it on con under contract right away. But I saw that, excuse me, with a few properties, basically it was under contract. I mean, in coming soon. And then it was under contract. You yeah. Know? So it's just yeah, very busy right now. I was the other thought, I mean, like right now, what advice would you have for sellers that's actually thinking about putting their homes on the market? Let's talk about that. Ooh, great time to sell, but um, yeah, they're gonna take it in the shorts on the other side when they buy. That's the my parents are in that situation. They keep they've been talking for a while about selling. My dad's like, "We're gonna make all this money," and I'm like, "You do great, but you're gonna you know eat it on the other end." So hey, sell now, even that's if you it. have to rent. That, that's think, what yeah. I tell them. Sell now and don't worry about fixing up the thing. <laughs> I think yeah. timing timing trumps everything. Get it done now, not two or three months from now, because I have no crystal ball. Yeah, Chuck, right, right. for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's because I had to say goodbye to some people at the funeral, so I kind of oh, okay. my video off. Oh, no worries. No worries. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you were saying, it's, it's a great time to sell right now. Uh, maybe you'll... Um, like Chuck was saying, basically, you're going to make a lot of money here, and maybe even if you have to rent, and they're, you know, getting yeah. us more inventory in the market, right? That's what right. we need, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of like don't worry about maybe having to do major repairs and things like that, because a lot of times tellers, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to, you know, depending on what it is, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on that? What do you think about that? As far as sellers um, doing work on property, like what kind of work, just other than the regular cosmetic things that you would normally do? I think that if the seller know they have an issue, a major issue, they need to handle that. I mean, I I still think we, you know, we got ethics here. You know, I, I still think they should handle it or disclose it if they sell in it as ill, you know. And then, I, I mean, I think everything would be okay at that point, you know. Right, right. So still do. Any other information you guys want to share with us? Chuck, we haven't seen you. Anything you want to share about what's going on with your market and what's, you know, what you're currently doing? Well, uh, one of the, you know, I could tell a lot of stories, but uh, probably the biggest one that I've had recently was uh, we, we helped the buyer that we were losing an offer. We were offering twenty to fifty thousand more on properties, and we weren't getting them. And we found one that probably would have sold for seven seventy-five to eight about a year ago in Burke. 
and they were asking eight and a quarter. We just went in and offered a hundred thousand more and shut everybody down to get it. And uh, I know that seems, seems a little bit extreme, but she needed to buy a home. And uh, at the great interest rate that there is, you know, if she waited and went up 1%, she'd have the same payment a year from now, even if she got it at 800. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what it, what it takes sometimes. And, you know, and I will not work with buyers that will not take my advice right now. I, and, and, and they have to use my lender or a lender that I know, uh, because I've, I've lost too many deals because they don't listen and, I, and it just takes up too much time. And if they don't trust me on the lender part, they're not going to trust me on anything else. So I don't work. So Chuck, a question for you. How'd you get an appraisal at a hundred thousand dollars more than what it was listed for? Well, first off, you know, we weren't concerned about the appraisal because we were putting down a, a 400 and some thousand. But you would you believe it appraised at 945, 20,000 more than what we paid? Yes. Wow. The appraisals are actually coming in reflecting the market. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was flabbergasted. I, quite frankly, I didn't think it was going to appraise. But, oh, it was just unbelievable. <laughs> we just closed on it yesterday, by the way. Wow. 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 And you're over in yes. You're in Virginia? I'm in Northern Virginia. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This property was in, uh, was in Burke. Yeah. We're having challenges over here in Prince George's County, Maryland, in that it's almost like a redlining as far as getting the appraised value, particularly on your homes that are uh, more high in price. Um, I know that I had a listing last year that we put out at nine, I think it was 900,000 and the first appraisal that came in with the first buyers came in at 720,000 and they, they, um, it's hard to find comps in Prince George's County, even though the homes are more, um, expensive and you have more property. It, it almost seems like it's a redlining. They will not go to, they being the appraisers, won't go to properties that will help get you that higher amount. And that was a challenge for us. So the buyers walked away because COVID started, fortunately. But um, we were able the second go round to get a $900,000 um, appraisal. Um, but that was a challenge. I mean, I had to really, um, you know, talk to the, well, I wasn't really talking to the appraiser, but I made sure the appraiser had my comps as well um, so that we could appraise. Because, you know, that, that two-mile limit range for your comps, we had to go further than two miles because we have a lot of building going on here in Prince George's County, particularly in the Bowie-Mitchellville area and up in Marlboro. But um, the appraisers weren't um, paying attention to it. So... Anyway, we, we got well, it. So we have had luck getting appraisal, appraisers to really consider the fact that there's so many multiple offers and even cash offers that they have been recognizing that and appraising up. But we did have one which was a VA appraisal, and they would not go over because they did not want to set the standard for the highest property sold in the community. So they would only go as high as the and this is their words, the, the highest property sold. So we needed a little bit more, and we didn't get it. But uh, 
we uh, we negotiated that price and uh, it hasn't closed yet, but it, it should. Wow, it's it's very interesting to find out and see what's going on in different markets, different areas right now. So it's really, even though uh, Wanda, you got the multiple offers and things like that, there are appraisal issues still. And then there are other areas where they don't really, um, you know, it's not happening there. I've, I've even heard that some lenders, you know, if you put in a large down payment, they're not even actually doing an appraisal, you know. Wow. Julie, welcome back. Let's hear from you. We haven't heard from you. Good to see you. You're on mute. Yes, you're right. I was on mute. Um, so basically, uh, I haven't heard most of what you guys were saying. And so I hope I don't say something that you all have already talked about. But I'm a real estate broker and I have property, I guess, uh, deals going on DC, Maryland, Baltimore City, like all over the place. And they're in all kinds of fields from like one of them's a, a lease, which is, you know, you would think would be real simple, but doesn't seem to be, uh, to multifamily, to single family, to condo, like everything you could imagine is all going on. And they're all calling me and texting me at the same time, which is why I keep muting it. And <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. But um, but basically, everything, the little bit that I heard, yes, it's exactly what I'm experiencing. And um, I did talk to the lender that I use frequently about what Pam was just saying about not getting an appraisal. And she was telling me that if you, she said she had heard exactly what Pam was saying, if you get if you're getting a conventional loan and you put 20% down, if the, hold on, let me remember exactly what she was saying, that in this market, if you're putting 20% down, they're not even doing an appraisal. They know that it's already going to go through. But if you're putting any less than 20%, they absolutely are going to do an appraisal. Of course, if it's VA or FHA or, or whatever, they're definitely going to do those because they have to. But um, I had never heard that. And she was like, apparently they've been doing it for years, uh, but I, it just wasn't talked about. I mean, that's what she was telling me. And she said it's a lot less common now because very few people are putting 20% down. With the interest rates, they're saving their cash, yeah. they're keeping it, and they're putting as little down as possible. So the appraisals are done. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That, that happened in, in my daughter's case. She just bought a house and she's put 20% down. They didn't do an appraisal. They yeah. did not do an appraisal. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's amazing. This has been great, you guys. Any additional information you want to share about what's going on with your market? Julie, you said Baltimore City, Baltimore County? City. City, same thing? Multi-family, single family, uh, townhouses. I mean just uh so it's the market is you wouldn't necessarily i mean baltimore has been very you know it's been i mean it's been hot for a while but the prices are going absolutely crazy and and houses that might have been seventy five thousand, which you know like if you work in the dc metropolitan area you're like seventy five thousand dollar that's you know like 
nothing. It's a piece of, maybe not even a piece of land, but there are houses up there that are decent houses that were selling for that, uh, say two years ago. And now they're going for 275,000. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is actually. A so, yeah. So I've got some people that I'm working with up there and um, yeah, it's crazy. So one of the things let's share you guys, if you have a buyer or a seller that's currently looking for property, because we are going to market this video out there to the public. Everybody see the video. Do you have a buyer or a seller that's looking for properties? Um, I mean, I'm a seller that's thinking about selling in a certain area, a buyer that's looking for a property in a certain area, if you want to information so it gets out there and, and, you know, we'll share your contact information at the end also. So you, have that you know contact that'll come directly to you. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like you know, if you have a buyer that's looking, let's say, um, one, if you have a buyer that's looking in the New Carrollton area, for instance, what they're looking for, and then also just share your contact information so we have your contact information. Well, if and I'll chime in here. I. I Missed the beginning of this, so if there's other Northern Virginia realtors on here, excuse me. But if you want, if you want to send me referrals or whatever, you're out of the area. I'll give you forty percent. So, and and I'll be glad to, to help your your buyers. I'll take we take good care of them, and we don't just we we do have a lot a lot of seniors we work with because we refer senior attorneys and and healthcare facilities and, and met. Um, mental facilities that can help them with Alzheimer's. So, you know, if you have that type of client, we're, we're really good at helping them. We have all the resources uh, for them. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Anybody else? Julie, did you have a buyer that's looking at a certain area that you were looking for? Well, I have a buyer that's looking uh, for a property that I'm not sure really exists. Uh, and I, and I say that because he is, He's an unusual situation. He, you know, doesn't have a W-2. He doesn't have regular income. He's self-employed. And he's having to get financing out of the normal market. So here's all these amazing interest rates. He's not eligible. And he's found someone that will give him a loan, but he's going to have to put like 25% down and pay 7 to 8% interest um, because he just doesn't meet the criteria of you know the the standard borrower and so he's looking for something in montgomery county or prince george's county three bedroom two bath not over three hundred and fifty thousand. which you know it's just like i mean what he's looking for and he wants he wants a single family home with a yard room to park his trucks <laughs> you know i'm not actually start looking in kansas julie yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or, you know, at least not anywhere near the D.C. metropolitan area. But anyway, that's one of my ones that I'm having real difficulty with. I've been working with him doing construction projects for probably 10 years, and he's been living in this little apartment. So he's really ready to buy and just can't find anything that he can afford. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, unfortunately. Some people like that part. Yeah. I do one side, side note. Chuck, do you have a son named Danny Teets by chance? Uh, no, there is. Uh, I have a um, nephew. His name is is Danny Teets, and uh, last I heard, uh, he's out 
in uh, west, like Warrenton, or farther west than that. Does, does that ring a bell? His father well, was urban. Just a total side. I I grew up. My name's Ben Benita, playing soccer out here in Gainesville Haymarket with a guy named Danny Teeth. I haven't seen him for God, probably forty years. <laughs> it's just odd. I just curious. Yeah, you know yep. I think I, that, um, that's him. I have no yep. idea what his dad's name was. Just small, small world. Small uh, world. I don't have any. Gotcha. I don't have any specific buyers or sellers. If you guys come across any multifamily properties, um, 10 units or bigger, uh, within a four-hour drive of DC Beltway, uh, please call me. I've, I've got money. I've got a syndication. I've got a bunch of buyers looking for multifamily stuff. Um, so anything like that. Residential, I don't have any specific buyers or sellers. But uh, if I get something, I'll certainly let you guys know. <laughs> multifamily stuff, definitely definitely let me know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, There's lots of cash. A whole bunch of people looking. So. Hey, I have a manufactured home I can't help the people with. There's a community that charges $12,000, but he'll sell this thing for $36,000. Manufactured home, all set up and everything in a nice, nice community, Chantilly, if someone wants you know, to, to own something and really can't get something for hundreds of thousands of dollars. There so, we go, Julie. What's that? Right. I said, there goes, Julie, Julie's got this client that's looking for, yeah, something she can't find him. Perfect. Well, if you want to move to Chantilly, you can, you can have this <laughs> two-bedroom, two and it's in nice condition. Uh, I, I do have also, I have a, a commercial buyer that's looking for um, a minimum of two acres and a pole barn or some type of um, structure on the land. Uh, they have a uh, business where they trap um, pests like, you know, raccoons and stuff, and they have a small fleet of trucks, so they want a place where the, their employees can meet as well as where they can um, park their trucks. It's not, and, and they're looking for wooded areas. Uh, and they're not looking to spend any more than $900,000. They're kind of looking in southern Prince George's County because they have a company uh, location over in northern Virginia, uh, and they have some things uh, going up north here in Maryland, but they were looking to have a location here in, in Prince George's County, somewhere um, southern. But I'm quite sure if a good deal came up, they would um, definitely entertain it. I didn't even know what a pole barn was <laughs> until they asked for one. So uh, anyway, I do have that one. That's a hard one for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys um, want to share your contact information, Wanda? Uh, sure. Wanda Rogers, Realty Transaction Services, 1522 Pointer Ridge Place, Suite I in Bowie, Maryland, 301-218-8. I'm sorry, 301-218-6336. And I can be emailed at wjrogers, R-O-G-E-R-S, 37 at gmail.com. Yeah, Crystal? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I, I do mostly a lot of referrals out. Um, I do have a buyer in New Jersey that actually looking for a place about 650, single family. Um, I have a buyer that um, also looking for a place in Atlanta, um, about you know a, a 
once she didn't have to stay, but I guess she was in that range from four to eight, you know, kind of that range, but she's looking for a five bedroom. Um, and then here, you know, here, like I say, in this area, the surrounding counties are a little tight right now. So I have bodies that have been just riding back and forth, back and forth, but we haven't planned anything as of yet. But if you guys want the referral, that's great. If I have any other buyers come, I will definitely refer them out to you all once I have your information. I'm Crystal Frederick, AKS Property. Um, you can email me at crystalfyourrealtor at gmail.com or call me at 980-621-9194. 980-621-9194. Appreciate that. Awesome. Julie? You're on mute again. You're right. I was. <laughs> um, okay. Julia Yale, Yale Realty. You can email me at julia.yalerealty at gmail.com. And the phone number is 202-550-5521. Chuck, I think, did you give your information, Chuck? Okay, I'm uh, I'm Chuck Teets. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Chuck and Olga Realtors, uh, 703-898-8930, 703-898-8930. Okay, and how about you, Ben? Oh, yeah, my name's Ben Benita. I'm with Goldston Real Estate. My cell number, you can call or text me at 703-926-1533. Ben at goldstonrealestate.com is my email address. Um, any type of investment property, short sales, foreclosures, I know a ton about that stuff. A lot of, I have access to a whole lot of off-market properties that need work. Um, and any type of investment property, multifamily ideally, um, give me a call if you have questions, want a partner, want a referral. Um, I can help you buy or sell multifamily. Um, I have a huge database of people looking for those. So that's me. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being with us with me today. Um, I wanted to say all of you guys that's on here, actually Wanda, your husband's due to do uh, video marketing with me with his commercial business soon, but all of you other guys have done real estate and done video marketing with me, done the uh, video. Chuck was my first person that actually did a video with me in the studio. I don't know how long ago that was. That was quite a while ago, right? Before COVID. Yeah, well before COVID. It's, it's, Good old days. It's been, it's been a couple of years. It's been a couple years, and here we are again, and I appreciate you guys. It's just um, great to see you and spend time with you, and I will definitely spread the word. You're great realtors, and you're awesome, and just remember, our marketing and the way we market currently right now has changed, so get yourself online. Get yourself noticed. Be the community influencer you need to be. You guys are all doing that right now. I give you thanks, and, and I just am grateful for you, and... We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care. This concludes this episode of Dreams Come True. If this is your first time tuning in, we would greatly appreciate it if you would hit that subscribe button. Also, if you'd like to look at it in a video format, please check out our YouTube channel, Dream Real Estate TV. My website, PamelaDubois.com. Until next time, stay safe, be blessed, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.